Yo, 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 welcome back to Franchise Audio. This is your boy, Eddie. Yo, welcome back to another fucking week. It's Jay coming at you straight out of the microphone. Yo, honestly. Or straight into the microphone. I can tell my hair and your hair are getting long by the podcast episodes. I could just see over time just how long they've gotten. And I've cut my hair a couple of times, but now I'm just now I'm just rocking it. Eventually, I'm just going to let this grow out. Samurai bun it or something. Yeah? I don't know, man. Let's see. You've said that too many times for me to ever believe that. Let's see what happens. I know your hair on, on the podcast is getting long. But again, welcome back to this week's episode. And we're tuning you guys in with a couple of updates just on most recent events that are that are happening but before we start off i i think you got a little sauce for us yeah no i just kind of i found out today um that studies confirm that there's no tuna dna at all in subway tuna sandwiches you know who told me this then what the fuck is in them if there's no tuna in the sandwiches what's in them yeah i gotta i gotta be honest with you there there has been for years an understanding of whatever it looks like that, that in the subway thing, yes, that's not tuna. So now it just being like physically proven is just a, an affirmation almost of my predisposed opinion of what that looked like, which is not tuna. And now we know. You know, oh, it tastes so good this? though, dog. Oh, you see, I've never had the tuna from Subway. I oh, so delicious, and I'm, and it's so good that after hearing this, I'm still not all the way fucked the tuna sandwich. No, hundred percent. Hundred percent, but I, I, you know, but oh no! Let me not get too crazy there, but yeah, for sure. You're gonna eat whatever that is. No, honestly though, hold on. Being reasonable here, using our our context clues, it has to be a different fish, or a mixture of different fishes, like with mayonnaise. But yeah, no, for sure. I and mean, what I also uh, was reading was that it can potentially be too cooked. Uh, that I'm not buying at all. That, that the too cooked I'm not Whoa. buying. It has to be a concoction of other fish, but to label it. Tuna sandwich. That's kind of like, and I think in their model, or not in their model, but like one of their um, marketing slogans is it's like it's a hundred percent tuna, or some <gasps> shit like that. Yeah, Something you know that like you that. could lie on your slogans like hefty. A lot of companies do that. Look what fucking Subway's doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. not no scientist. I wasn't there for the. I wasn't there for the damn you know lab experiments and everything. But yo, you have reports out here saying that there is no tuna DNA in your tuna. Sandwiches in your tuna sandwiches, there's no tuna DNA. That's a crazy sentence to think about. You know, they could almost lie about anything, at least if it has some like way of skewing it to the truth, which is like, what if it's a hundred percent of the fish that are eaten by tuna? Well, you know, what, like, tuna. what yeah. if that's the mixture? And, and it might be something like that. Uh, hopefully, it's at least fish. Uh, hopefully, at it's point. a real, like, f at least real fish. Because, I mean, look, I haven't eaten at Subway in years because for me personally, every sub I've ever had at Subway tastes the same. Yeah. That's Someone been, tell me something different. Yeah, it's that. been a big thing that I've been on too that like every, yeah, it doesn't matter if I get the chicken breast sandwich, the Italian BLT, BLT, chicken teriyaki, whatever. doesn't matter. They all they all almost taste the same to me. It doesn't matter which bread you get. Yeah. Subway has a taste to it already. Italian herbs and cheese. I don't know if regular. it's the way they store the food, but it, it has a taste. I, I think they mix whatever they put in, like the little bucket things they must like mix them around and everything just copes its own flavor but yeah it's been tripping me out for a long ass time too because like motherfucker how does everything taste the same the only thing that doesn't though is the 
the broccoli cheddar soup, but then you have to be careful too. You don't get that bitch too watery. Oh yeah, but that just slaps stupid. The broccoli cheddar, their cookies, I think. Are, oh yes, yeah. bro. I how can I forget about a subway? The cookie? raspberry cheesecake cookie they got there. Yeah, but the thing is, like with McDonald's and the way they get crazy with their cookies, it's almost not worth going anywhere else for a cookie. You get for a dollar, a dollar oh seven. You pay three. You pay. You get for a dollar seven. You get three of the most, some of the most delicious chocolate chip that the land has to offer. McDonald's has has a good uh, it has a good business market for sure. They control a lot of um, of the profit margins there. They must be getting those cookies for like ten cents. But as you were saying, though, I feel like anyway, I don't even know yeah, how we got yeah, to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. The, the the whole point is is that if you're eating Subway tuna melts, I mean, you're not eating the tuna melt. Someone that's not even gonna get the chance to be sponsored by Subway, unfortunately, is uh, Shakiri Richardson. So just finding out right now, this is bra- like basically breaking news. Uh, Shakiri Richardson, which is, um, if you guys don't know, she's a LSU college athlete that is the fastest woman the U.S. has to offer in 100 meters. This is the fastest person um, or the fastest uh, female athlete in the 100 meter dash. Just tested positive on her drug panel test going to the Olympics. She just qualified right now to go to the Olympics. She just tested positive for what it looks like to be marijuana and she will miss the Olympic trials because she gets a one month ban in the Olympics or next week. It's looking like it's going to be a disqualification. I am so like, it's just fuck, man. We're still doing this shit. I know in 2021. And it's not even like, I, I would understand if marijuana was a performance enhancing drug, but if, Anything, it's not. It's the opposite, almost in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not going to make you any faster. It's not going to propel you to run at, like, a tenth of a second faster than any other athlete on the field. And this very same thing happened with Michael Phelps. Yes. That he had a bunch of sponsors drop him. And, I mean, she hasn't even gotten to the point of sponsors. But what if we had found out about Michael Phelps a month before his Olympic trials? That he was smoking pot. And he doesn't give that, that amazing performance. And he doesn't give a seven gold Olympic medal performance. And then what, what would the Olympics be? This breaks my heart for a couple of reasons. One, it's the Olympic trials seem to be like we should be testing and caring about performance enhancing supplements in any way, shape or form. If we do find that an athlete has tested positive for marijuana... There shouldn't be a month ban. That's a little fucking steep. Yeah, for marijuana. I mean, it, it is steep, and I think this shit is 100% whack, but then if you kind of think, like, the rules are the rules, but those rules fucking suck. They should be fucking a little altered, man. It's almost like anywhere in the fucking world now you could smoke pot, and it's illegal in some sense, or maybe not anywhere in the world. At least in the U.S., I know in a couple of places in Europe, and Canada, it's basically fucking... Fully legal. But the point is, is like now we're seeing a massive growth in what used to be legislation on marijuana change. Like the Olympics should probably take a look at that because of the fact that you have athletes from all over the world being represented there. Yeah. And it's a fucking shame that it's such a her mom passed away last month, man. You know, I know this means a lot to her, not only for, you know, everything she's gone through and her family, but also this means a lot for the Olympic team. Like this is the best. This is the best the best athlete they have to perform out there. And it's not like any scandal or any like, you know, steroid enhancing. Su- it's, yo, I was smoking pot. So if, from the turnout, if it is pot, I'm disappointed for those two reasons. And then the third reason is like, just, just what you're saying. It's 2022. It's kind of whack. The Olympics need to kind of like. Wait, 2022, motherfucker. It's about to be 2021. 
God damn, you. I know forward thinking is a great thing and everything, but bitch, like at least you, you know what I mean. You're in I a whole other year. year. Damn. Yeah, I jumped. A, I jumped a year. But that's so, rowdy. The whole point is like, the a month ban is too steep, and it's not yeah. something that has been proven to enhance them in any in any way. I think that's the biggest thing. Like you're saying, where is like the performance enhancement in that? Like I, I don't know. Like. I'm someone that, yeah, I like to get high a little bit before I go play, like, football and stuff. But that's just because some some people in life are more degenerate than others. <laughs> you know, like, I don't think it makes me play any better or do anything. And I think athletes, if anything, should be the ones that get the best pass to that because they get sore bodies from, like, repeatedly yeah. having to jump, run, you know, their joints pound on the ground, grass, however it may be. They bump and rug and tug each other. So you would think that a drug like marijuana, like THC, which has been known to have been like, um, like deflammatory, would be a great thing for an athlete to like take and ingest. So, yeah. like, what's the big fucking deal? And she's not out here smoking blunts on the side of the road. You know, like, I would, I would understand that if you tell me, like, you know, you have to be a certain way because kids are watching at the end of the day. But I'm surprised like, with her nails she could even hold a blunt. If 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 anyone's seen Shikari Richardson's yeah. nails, her nails are long as fuck. Do you think I'd that's what's surprised. slicing the air? Like, it's allowing her to just move her hands up and down and just slice She's through the air? She's fast as fuck, be Jay. aerodynamic? I know you haven't I've never seen, seen her run. Yeah, I, had, I know you haven't seen, like, uh, the, the Olympic trials, like, the qualifiers for, for Tokyo. Yo, she's fast as fuck. Too bad that's one of the like, most... crazy, like, put on the afterburners fast. That's one of the most, like, impressive sports to me, like, even in the Olympics, because... Just about almost every athlete in the world or almost just about everybody in the world runs. Yeah. So it's like you are the fastest at what like almost everybody does. I know yeah. there's some people that unfortunately can't like due to like disabilities or like yeah. whatever particular handicap. But for the most part, there's a lot of motherfuckers out here running and you are just the fastest motherfucker out of all these motherfuckers. Yeah. That's so impressive to me. It always has been. You know, it's it's also like sad too because just recently she ran and when she was 18, she's 21 now, but when she was 18, she ran actually a 0.8 faster than what she just finished and she was perfectly clean because they tested her back then too. So she was clean at 18, ran even faster than what she's running now. And, and there's it, a problem. And and there's a problem. And that's that's the part that's heartbreaking because legit, like so much buildup, so much anticipation, things have happened in her life. And now leading up to finally the biggest showcase of athletes in the world, the Olympics at Tokyo that was canceled from last year, that is now rescheduled for July. And now again, she's going to miss the opportunity from what it looks like. I mean, again, from what it looks like, she might be disqualified because of it. It's just so fucking dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. I mean, yeah, that shit is dumb. A month is, is too little, and, and don't get me wrong. Wasn't um, wasn't there like a whole scandal with like Russia and their Olympic or something like that? Well, yeah, Russia was literally pumping dope into their athletes for uh, almost like twenty years. Yeah, I remember you told me about the documentary. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you guys, Icarus or whatever, right? Yeah, Icarus. Icarus. There Icarus. You go. If yeah. you guys haven't seen uh the uh the documentary Icarus, it's on. It's actually on Netflix. It uh it won an, an Oscar for a documentary. And what the fuck was Russia's punishment? Are they banned? They were banned. They were banned for... Um, Olympics ever? They were banned for uh, eight years, I believe. That's it? I mean... They, they weren't even next up for eight years. They were a country. They kind of, you know... And they stripped them of the gold medals from those years and stuff like that. Like, they... The, Russia Russia did get a, they get a heavy punishment. I mean, you know, Russia was doing it almost in, like, a methodical way also. They had, like, everybody involved. 
from the top to the bottom. Yeah, that's what was most lab. impressive to me. No, no, no. They would have like the janitors moving around the, the P samples up. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down to the T. It was very like it, it, they deserved the ban. It, it was ludicrous. You know, also going back to the whole marijuana thing and the athletes like yeah. kind of like using it as as a as a way of treating whatever they're broken bodies basically. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Instead of like other medications, Megatron, which is actually a, a, a NFL football player, for a while preached about like, why are you guys so strict on on banning marijuana when or, or and doing tests for marijuana when we're literally going to the back of the locker room getting injected with all these medications to even go back out on the field. Yeah, exactly. But then like opioids, like not opioids, but like certain like certain like pain relievers and shit like that and opioids are, are allowed. And I think they've even yeah. heard them like they even take like adrenaline for some of them, you know, like yeah. crazy shit. Yeah. Shit that you should not be introducing to your body regularly like that. And it's like we we fucking pick and choose. I, I feel like it's just because like big pharma is such a thing. That that, that has you know, a little bit. And to that's do a it. whole nother fucking Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. thing. But I mean, hopefully, hopefully something happens with this uh, sampling. They hopefully go to a B sample, and hopefully that sample is clean. And I, I really do hope that she gets a chance to perform. Um, they need to look over the rules, bro. Fuck the B. I mean, hopefully the B sampling, yeah. everything is clean. But they really need to look into the fucking rules of this shit and and look at how it is that we're evaluating what should come in the way of people competing at a sport that. Yeah. They're giving, you know, they're fucking all to basically. It's just, is is this really what the sport needs or like yeah. what the Olympics need to make sure people aren't smoking marijuana? Yeah, it's 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 blasphemy. Uh, another thing is, since we're still on the topic of uh, athletes and um and sports in general, the funniest and most this just stupid thing I saw over the the past weekend. Did you see the whole Tour de France thing? Yeah, yeah, that was fucking amazing. Oh my god. That was so if amazing. you guys haven't seen this, I'm going to go ahead and explain to you what happens. The Tour de France is the it's the race to be in if you're a cyclist. It is the race that you get to showcase if you're the creme de la creme as a cyclist. It, it is obviously in France. And it's 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 the top of the line uh race. And it is an important event. You have fans that, like any cycling event, will be on the sides, yeah. on the side of the of uh, the actual road, and they could go and spectate. And there's something blocking the fans, obviously, from getting on. And it's just a, for a spectator sport. So this is occurring. The whistle goes off. The Tour de France is happening. Millions of people all over the world are watching this. And there's a fan that is holding up a sign. That almost gets to half of the road. And of course, long behold, a cyclist crashes into the sign. They fall over and they cause a major crash of almost 40 to 50 bikes. Because of a fan being out there. Just holding up a sign to get it in front of a camera. That fan left the country as well overnight. And in the same day, the nation of France... Filed a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit against this person. And this person right now is nowhere to be found. The fleeing of the country and the fleeing gets me so right. I can't tell you how much more makes me love this whole story. I love that. Yeah, the person had the audacity not only to do this, but they're like, all right, I know I fucked this shit yep. up. I'm out of here. Yep. 
I don't even want to wait for this to simmer in people's heads. At all. At I'm all. done. They were instantly missing it. They couldn't find them that person from the beginning. That, you know how... That's how important this race is. You know that if you fuck up this race, <laughs> that it's going to be a nationwide outrage. Just get the fuck out of there. And they disappeared. We, we don't know where this person is right now. I, France just recently dropped their, <laughs> their class action lawsuit. No way. Today. They dropped it today. They said, fuck it. This is not But it might be kind of like hook and bait. You know what I mean? Like, ah, come back in. But as soon as you come back in, they could just pick this shit right back up. How do you not know who's there at the end? I mean... I guess, you know, that's just... How do you police that? Like, how do you... Uh, yeah, how do you police... Is? But holy fuck, I've been saying this for forever. Do fans get too close to the athletes? Do they have too much access to them? Like, and it's something like this. It goes to show, like... The person was almost on the road with the sign. They were on the road with the sign. They yeah. fucking caused a 40 to 50 bike crash. The video's hilarious. You guys should watch it. It's on YouTube. Just look up Tour de France crash. And in all of this, it was a girl. Yeah, it was a woman it that did all woman. this. That who would like literally like I would have not heard all of that and thought to myself like that's a woman. I would have instantly oh no, that's a man. A man had to have done all that stupidity. There's just no way. There's that, no way. That, and no. fleeing the country right after. That's what like I'm that's saying. when I kind of pick up like oh yeah she's smart. Yeah, yeah she, like, it's like, okay smart good move. But I guess the fact that she hasn't gotten caught is the fact that it is a woman because I feel like us motherfuckers, we would have yeah, found a way to... I would have gone back home and been like, fuck, I, I, I think I fucked that up. And then, yeah, needless to say that the French tour de don would have been knocking on my door ready to fucking handcuff me. Dude, I think, like how you asked, like, do we, do we let fans too close? I, think, I personally... I think we do, man. You think we do? I, I personally think no. And this is why. One, I, I think we don't let... I don't think we let fans too close. I think we let stupid fucks too close because yeah. a fan would never do that shit. And the reason I feel like we don't let them too close is because at the end of the day, the entertainment that's taking place is for the fan. Of course. It, it is It is. It is for the viewer. It is for the spectator. I think, though, as a fan and as just a decent human being in person, you have to know the role you also play in these events and know that the the field the arena the track is not for you that's not that's not where you view from that's not how you engage with the game or the or the event that that you're at like you have to be a good spectator you know and i think that also goes into like a little bit of the shit talking that you do and the pestering that you do with the athletes like for example the nba like the yeah. court side is literally court side on the side of the court like yeah. there's been videos of like and it's fun and it's kind of funny because it's drake but there's been videos of like drake from his court side seats literally getting up and being so close to the game that he can literally stand behind the athletes and he's talking shit like in their ear you know obviously he's friends with some of these people so like the relationship is a little different but it's also kind of you have to as a fan also understand your your role also to in all of this yeah, yeah and, your, and your limits and you can't be you, if you're going to hold a sign at the side of the Tour de France, you have to make sure you're at least a bike behind, you know, like a, a amount of space from like being in the mix because you don't want to be the lady that that did what the fuck she did at the Tour de France. Like you got to know your role. You got to know your lane. The, the NBA is the other sport that I think of like, okay, who has fans too close? I think the NFL could maybe get fans a little closer. I think the UFC does a good job with letting fans get For as, sure. probably yeah, as close as possible. Yeah, yeah. For sure, I think so too. The NBA, you're right next to the fans. Oh, you're like, on them, right next to the athlete. Yeah, yeah. If you can get course, like even the hundreds are still like pretty like close. Like I could, I, yeah, I could 
like lower hundreds from the one hundreds, and yeah. it's gonna land on on yeah. somebody. Yeah, from the lower hundreds, and then you and then you're right next to where they go to the tunnel back to their locker rooms. Like yeah, yeah you're literally right on them. You know, and I think like if this happens all the time to to like Russell Westbrook. Like Russell Westbrook got spit on. Yo, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that that you see. That's what I mean by that's we let stupid crazy. fucks too close because that sucks. That's shitty. That should not be that's going crazy. on, bro. Like, how do you think that's okay? Um, and another another situation that I think of is uh, when uh, this guy that pities for for the Thunder. For the Thunder? Yeah, he's the center. Steve Adams. Okay. Okay, so Steve Adams had a situation where a fan literally grabbed him. Yeah, you see, that's too you, much. It was just, there's so many situations like this in, like, the NBA and stuff where I feel like fans get a little, like, misconstrued between, yo, those are also people that are competing in a yeah. sport. It's like going to your local pickup game and just watching some people play. You're not going to grab onto somebody in your local pickup yeah. game. No, for sure. Yeah, because the repercussions are probably, you know, like, you know, just it's personal space, man. But it's like a lot of athletes have, like, complained about how us as people will put them in this whole different uh, bracket of, of uh, what's the word I'm looking for, but of, like, genus species. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's not, they're not homo sapiens like the rest of us. They're homo super sapiens. So the way you can interact and talk to them and you see them is completely yeah. different. You know, a lot of them are idolized, villainized for what they are. And, yeah. and sometimes, sometimes it gets way too out of hand because you can forget that that's also, like, like even though you know them for your entertainment, they're still a human being at the end of the of day. Course. That's just the occupation and the role they get to fill in this world right now. Yeah, so that you know them for as well. Exactly. So yeah. that doesn't mean you should treat them any less than... Because it also, too, gets me shit. Like I said like I said earlier, like the shit talking you can do... Like I've seen a lot of shitty TikTok videos and stuff like that of these bogus kids or fans like saying stupid shit to, to these athletes on like, oh, that's why you never wear, wear a ring and win a ring and... And talking about their hairline or talking about and just just telling them stupid shit that is kind of like, bro, like, yeah. really just chill the fuck out and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just watch the game. It, it's it's crazy to me. Like, a lot of times, like, LeBron, stuff like this happens to him. And obviously, like, LeBron is the most polarizing player, I think, in the NBA right now. You yeah. either love him or you absolutely despise him. And there's almost no in between. Yeah. Like, people don't really appreciate, like, LeBron's game like that. They always discuss either MJ, LeBron, all this stuff. And LeBron got a fan kicked out because she was literally heckling him the entire game. Like, cuss words, all that stuff. Like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Literally, bro. And, get and the honestly, fuck get here. the fuck out of here. Like, for real. And I don't I, I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck. When it comes to fans literally making players what they're meant to do is play the game right now. Yo, you could be a fan, heckle, all that stuff. If you're going to do stuff like grabbing players, spitting on players, fucking like this lady at the Tour de France, which is fucking nuts. Like, yo, you don't deserve to watch the sport. Like, realistically. I agree that I definitely yeah I definitely agree with that bro. You have to you you can't cross the line, man. Like you cannot cross the line because at the end of the day too, you don't want to also do anything that's gonna ruin the product. You know, yeah, like, which like, is what what the point is. Like as a fan, you enjoy you could you could be polarizing in the sense of how your fandom is, but also you have to draw like limits in a line. Yeah, dude. Like don't do anything that's gonna get these people out of their games. Like, it's gonna give you a worse viewing experience like yeah. what the fuck that, that all you're doing is making yourself lose like you're the one that loses out on that yeah even though when the bulls lost in miami and joe kim knows walking out in the locker room and the lady flicked them off and that was that's my a mother. legendary photo i love that photo and i want to get it yep on. that's my yep. mother sorry fuck joe kim. you joke him yep always that's for the rest of my life he's living his best life though he's out like traveling in the in the jungles and everything and he deserves it 
but I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's fuck joking for the rest of for the rest of the time. But it, that's an interesting question. Like, you know, fans have a lot of access. Should they get more access? Should they get less access? Is it just right? Something to think about, especially when things like this are happening in sports like the Tour de France and the NBA. What I what I also think, too, on the question on fans and access is I've always been a big proponent, too, of like these motherfuckers that you know for your viewing experience or whatever. Like they don't really owe you anything when you see them yeah. out and about. Yeah. Like, if it's a picture, an autograph, or anything like that, it really, like, like don't get shitty if they say no, right? Like, different people say yes or may agree for, like, different reasons or whatever, but don't be the motherfucker that gets all shitty or feels like that person's time just because you're catching them at a wall was a Costco or whatever, um, that you're entitled to their time to need to get the picture or even yeah. for, like, five minutes, because it's, like, their job, their relationship with you has already been fulfilled. When you're watching them in the game, when these artists release their music to you, this type of shit, like they're their anything role, else is extra. Anything else is extra, and and I've had like conversations like with Rue about this and shit, and he's like completely on the other side. He's like, no, what are, are you fucking kidding me? Like, of course, that motherfucker needs to like stop or whatever and do and do whatever. And I'm just kind of like, it's a nice thing to do, for sure. It's a great gesture, but I wouldn't begrudge somebody for being like, nah. Of course not. And I don't think I, I, I've always, and this is a cool conversation to have when it comes to people that you view as something else, right? Because think about this, right? When, if you have a job and you're clocked in, then you literally are getting paid to serve someone else's time. Yes. To be of service. To be of service. If your hourly salary doesn't matter, if you have a job, this is what you're paid to do in some facet. If you're not on the job, then your time is for what you want to do. You clock in for what you want to do. Yes. Meaning if I was an athlete, I am going to clock in for what I want to do. If I don't want to do, wait, but fucking take a picture right now, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm also a human being. I'm entitled to my fucking time. Of course. And I think it's something to like have in mind when not only you know, you're approaching athletes, but just anybody in general. Nobody is entitled to giving you your time. Yes. Or to giving you their time. Especially when they're not of service to you you know what i mean like if i wasn't clocked in then i get to decide how how my day goes 100 percent, yeah like i just had to bring that up because like it, it just made me think of it, the question that you asked like as as fans like do we need more do we need i don't necessarily think we need more or whatever but i think we just need to be more mindful for sure being more mindful would help us in everything not just being fans they just make us better thinkers speaking of Something that has me, you know, I've been, I, I've that's been, been on my mind. Yeah, that's been on my mind for for a little bit now. Is Bill Cosby getting released from prison? Oh no, I thought you were gonna go somewhere else with that. No, yeah, fuck Bill Cosby. Yeah, it's super fuck Bill Cosby, but I can't believe he got released, dude. That that is crazy to me because it's also kind of like how it was said. He can't. There's no such thing as double jeopardy, so he can't get tried for yeah. the shit that he got convicted of, which was essentially like what was it like date it was rapes, yeah right? it was date rapes it was medicating women and and having a sexual intercourse without their consent how and the fuck do you get out already he's out already yeah it he took served Bobby two and a half years. like eight years to get out yeah for allegedly nine years yeah allegedly Bobby what the Schmerder. fuck yeah. and bill cosby's out already yeah because bobby Schmurder didn't even kill the person it was his boy and he just didn't rap and he got eight yeah he kept this super solid and that's crazy though that's really crazy. Beyond Bobby Schmurder, though, two and a half years is what um, uh, Bill Cosby served. 
And if, I mean, fuck, if you don't know who Bill Cosby is, he's from The Cosby Show, famous actor, famous comedian. Um, just recently, two and a half years ago, and really this was been going on since 2015, he was uh, getting allegations for multiple women. We're talking in the double digits about uh, date rape scenarios. And just recently, after two and a half years of serving time, he signed a deal. And he also had immunity over any more trials, but the Supreme Court just ruled it um, an unfair trial, unjust trial. So that's why he's getting released. Um, and it was unfair, unjust. Yeah, why? It, it, well, he he didn't get his due um, his due uh, process his due process in a fair way is what they deemed basically. Um, they were able to prove that, and they were able to, to overturn the the ruling, which is insane. You see, how can you get mad if the system's already built the way this? And that's what a lot built. of people, yeah, and that's what a lot of people are like turning around and and flipping this on the system and saying like fuck the system and and how did how can the system let like someone like this go? And yeah, man, I, I this is a fucking like a brain freeze, dude. I I really can't believe this because in the more recent years, I feel like um. A lot of these allegations have been a lot of women have been coming out and giving, you know, power back to to the to the women in these situations. So this is this feels like an L for the system, like a massive L for yeah. the system. And it's just sad to see. Um, but this just happened. And it's just fucking insane to me. No wonder I had seen like a stupid Bill Cosby meme. And I literally um, I was like, this person's fucking living in, in back in 2017, 2016. And you and like, I'm just I'm still shocked at this news because it's like everything that's just been said is it's like it's just a grotesque display of just of finesse like this motherfucker and his team of lawyers hit a crazy crazy finesse and the best slash ugliest part of it is that they did nothing out of now i don't want to say out of the blue but it's not like they had to build something to do this. No, this was already laid out in place for them to be able to do this type of shit. Like the system was already built and it's already made in a way where smart Bill Cosby lawyers that are defending someone for fucking rape and molestation are able to get their client out on like savvy fucking um, knickknacks and laws and shit. It's like, what the fuck is going on, people? Yeah, you know, the system is so... It's built like this also because even how it is, a lot of people wrongfully go to jail. Like, even that as too, is. bro. So, stuff like this happens and you're like, that's a clear one. How the fuck does that happen? And then you have cases you never hear about that people go to jail and they serve... There was a case that someone just recently got released that served 25 years and he wasn't guilty of anything. It's sad to see. And it's also like, how do we fix it? You know, that's the question that, that I have. Because a lot of times is like, this is beyond our control in a sense. Yeah. The legal processes and the legal system, especially if somebody else is completely beyond our control. And it's really just up to the judges. It's up to the yeah. lawyers to, to do the, the hard work there. But is it like, do we get informed? If we get informed, how do we change the system? That That's the, the biggest question I have when something like this happens. And you know, for the most part, because I know you just heard about this right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I've I've also been off of like most media outlet sources. So I, I just recently found out about this too, but I haven't been keeping track of a lot of like news and stuff like that. Just as, as a way of like cleansing myself almost from, from sure. the internet. And fuck, the first thing you hear is something like this is like, this is why you kind of don't go into to looking at the news and shit like that. You know what I mean? Because besides this, another heartbreaking thing that happened just super close by is Ugh. Surfside. 
Um, if you guys haven't heard on Surfside, uh, one of the uh, buildings in the community collapsed and over 150 people are missing. Uh, they so far from the recording of this podcast, they found um, 13 people, unfortunately, not not living. That sucks that we got to say missing because technically yeah. they are because technically they are, but we just don't know. Yeah, but it's still like a kind of a euphemism for like dead. You know, it, it sucks because it's been a week already. It, it's been a week and a, and a day. And on top of that, it's very hard to breathe under those circumstances. Super hard. They've had fires. The rain hasn't let up either. So it's been very hard as a oh, rescue mission. I didn't mission. even think about the fucking rain. The rain has made it very hard as a rescue mission for, for these people. And it really, it's volunteers, it's firefighters, it's anybody that, that has, it, a lot of Israeli um, Air Force members have actually uh, come down and, because it's a huge um, uh, Jewish community down there in Surfside. Yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, and it's heartbreaking because this is literally something that, that happened. Always in something like this, you look for a scapegoat, like who is to blame? Is it the yeah. engineers? What happened to the building? Is it... Uh, the contractors who's inspecting the buildings like you're always looking for a scapegoat but at the end of the day it's an unfortunate it's an unfortunate circumstance it's it's a disaster oh super disaster couldn't be a better word for what the fuck has gone down it's an absolute time. disaster it's heartbreaking the most recent bodies found two little girls oh yeah not even one of them i think was 12 the other one was nine it just not even living life they, they don't even know what life is yet at all and that shatters your heart you know stuff like that shatters your heart and there's really nothing more to say than you know it's an absolute tragedy uh on top of that it's it's also like now now it's going to become whose fault is it how do you pin this on somebody you know what i mean i mean i think it because that's just human it, nature it is, or something like this. It is somebody's fault, though, right? But I yeah. think it's not so much about whose fault is it. It's just kind of like, how are we going to avoid this? How are we going to make... What are we going to do to make sure that no buildings ever fall again? Ever. Yeah, exactly. Because... And is that something that's actually possible? Yeah, pro probably not, just given the way physics works and everything. But just one thing that has kind of pissed me off... Of, I don't want to say pissed me off, but has surprised me about all of this is that we're in 2021... And it's like we don't have the like adequate technology to clear some fucking debris. Whether it's the yeah. pressure and all that bullshit, I get it. But how don't we have like a magic crane that can like, you know, levitate the items or some, you know, or, or, or I don't know, just something, a, a more efficient system for that when we have so many efficient systems for so like so much other bullshit. So, you know, it's interesting. And I mean, this is just my reasonable and like logical point of view. We have great systems for building. Like we have great systems for getting things to rise. We have great um, architects that get things to be in place. Physics is real. And if you put it together in a certain way, it will hold up. You Buildings even sway yeah. in the wind. Like that's, that's the way they're made. We don't have great systems for when things fall apart, for when entropy happens, the when things break completely apart because it's random. It's sporadic. Also, when something like this happens and you have layers on top of each other, you also want to be careful in the way you're lifting things up because if one layer falls on another, what if there was someone that was possibly yeah. living in that in which, that which is what I've been hearing, but it's just it sucks. It sucks, man. It, it sucks. It sucks. Dog. It sucks. And I feel like now like we say this a lot, but I feel like now is finally where we're getting to an age where technology might be able to like space shoot us out into the future. 
and hopefully it's in a way of rescue like we can adapt technology in some way beyond just like the little robots they have that could go into these small crevices and, and search for human life um and i will have some information as far as like if you guys want to donate to to surfside sure. um in the in the uh bio link just to, to to i guess um intertwine to now something cool that's happening with tech uh i don't know if you saw but officially it is possible to go in a balloon in a balloon type shuttle into space into the outer band of the atmosphere into space Dude, Jeff Bezos is Eight about people to, could do it. He's a, isn't he about to get into a spaceship and go into yeah, space? Yeah. He's about to do it. Like, come on. That's what I mean, dog. But, like, what the fuck? Yeah, and this is... Eight people could do it. It's $125,000 a person, though. But you get to go to space. And that is fucking awesome. Like, that's where we're at. And you don't need a space shoot. You don't too need nothing. Too high up for me, man. Too, too... Yeah. That is not... It's a like, six-hour uh, ascent. No, you see, there's a difference between... Exactly. There's a difference between that shit you just fucking told me, literally getting in this hot air balloon type shit yeah. and ascending at a slow pace into like, I don't know, into like a, into a, a stratosphere, into space And you'll or whatever. see space. No, you'll see it. But it's different between that and getting in this nice hunk of metal that's going to move me at the speed of sound, propel me into, into the fucking galaxy. Like that's for some reason that seems a lot safer than, 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 barely floating in <laughs> some stratosphere up in earth fuck that that's also that seems crazy to me also that to pay 125 g's to do that shit yeah also on the way down it lands in, in the ocean and they come and they pick you up no man no man that's no nah, hell no that's that's too much dog. but isn't that interesting to see that's where we're at as a race two thousand years ago we were trying to figure out how to make aqueducts to get fresh water into our cities to make sure when you take a shit you get at least you know have something flush so you're not it's a little bit more sanitary to now 2000 years later oh yeah we're we could get regular humans not anybody that's ever been in the air force which by the way anybody in space has been in the air force before is a pilot in some sense but now you don't even need a spacesuit and we could kind of get you up there that's what, and that's, that's what fucking I mean. insane no that sounds like too much of like hey we're trying something out here you know we're hoping it sticks this it may is, not though this is honestly um, something that I, I just I hold near and dear to my heart because space is one of those things that's it's it's yeah, we understand it space. But to see it, fuck, dude, that that I think is the next step in, 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 in human in humanity's progress, interplanetary, yeah. traveling space in some way. And just seeing us now being able to at least with our eyes, see the progress in it is something that makes me hopeful for the future for everybody else that's going to be living. I don't know if you've ever seen like live feeds from like the space stations up there and shit, but it's yeah. like to me, it's honestly like breathtaking to think that that's Earth from yeah. like the same way a motherfucker will will stand on the top of like the Empire State Building and look down on New York. Yeah, but it's just that's a city compared to the literal fucking planet, like the one random rock that we're all on and inhabiting. It's like what the fuck? Like, it's just so crazy the way everything looks so dark. But then Earth is like so blue and it has like this like it's like illuminating with like uh, with all the I don't know. It's just trippy as fuck. Yeah. And it's crazy because we're here. I think eventually when it becomes more affordable, because, again, you know, when the first airplanes were, it was kind of expensive to get on an airplane as things get more affordable. It, I feel like it would help the human race. The more people get to see Earth completely like from outer space. Yeah. I think it would help us like unite a little bit more as as a species. But anyway, I mean, that's all I got for for this week's franchise audio. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, uh, we'll have, again, some info in the bio for, for Surfside. Keep them in your prayers or whatever you believe in. And thank you so much for, again, listening. This has been Eddie. Yeah, just with that Surfside shit, you know, obviously our hearts are definitely, you know, out there by everyone that's, you know, been affected and hasn't been affected by this. You know, um, I think a way that we can all lend some help to this, um, you know, aside from just like donating money or whatever it is, is just living for those now that like aren't here with us anymore and really just appreciating that every day above ground is just a good and it, it's it's more than a solid day it's like a fantastic day yeah right and that w- w- the fact that you have that blessing allows you to go as hard and be able to do like whatever it kind of it is in life because at the end of the day you you always have the choice so just kind of appreciate these moments now that you're above ground appreciate the people that you're above ground with and just uh you know live this life and 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 live a life that's you know that'll make you happy you know for for those that now don't even have the option and opportunity for so this has been fucking franchise audio this is jay thank you so much for tuning in until next time being kind don't cost a thing